0: Hello everybody, my name is Christina Stafford, here to welcome you to the Fearless Journey Podcast. We hope you'll join us in this first-hand telling of God's faithfulness in each of these women's journeys, challenging them to rise up and live fearless in any and every season. Hi friends, it's Jamie Massey, your host of the Fearless Journey Podcast. I want to invite you to join me on May 12th for our fearless social event with comedian Carrie Pomeroli. Bring your mom, your daughter, your friends, and let's just laugh it up, girls, on this Mother's Day weekend. It's going to be a great night. You can purchase your ticket at Connection Central or by visiting our website at fearlesscoopercity.org. Today, it is my delight to have as our guest, Beverly Hart Singleton. Beverly is from South Florida and is married to Eddie. They have three sons, two granddaughters, and one grandson. She is very passionate about fashion, interior design, and the beauty that comes with it. She also loves pleasantly surprising others with beautiful things. She is retired from the United States Postal Service, and she, where she spent 31 years in the field of delivering God's Word in letters, packages, and gifts. I love her perspective with her job. That's so cool. Her hobbies include crafting and creating beautiful things, also playing golf she loves seeing people changed by love and the presence of God we're talking today about using your gifts to love others welcome Beverly hi thank you for having me I'm so glad you're with us today and Beverly's currently going through the mentoring program, and I've gotten to know Beverly so much through this past nine months, and what an amazing person you are, and I can't wait for everybody to get to know you, and I just have to tell everyone this. Beverly lives in Naples, Florida, but she commutes to Cooper City Church of God every weekend. It is, an, about, for those that don't know, that's like an hour and a half drive one way, And it blows my mind that she loves this place so much that she makes that commute from Naples all the way over here to Cooper City to see us. And we love seeing her. Thank you, Beverly, for doing that.
1: Thank you. I really enjoyed. I love you guys.
0: And you love this church. Yes, you love, I do. You must love this church.
1: <laughs> yes, I do.
0: <laughs> to make that kind of a commute every Sunday, that blows me away. Well, I know you're from South Florida. So um, tell us a little bit about your growing up years here and your family.
1: Well, I grew up in a very big family. I have four sisters and three brothers, my mom and my dad. And we come from a big family that's very close-knit yeah so we were always together, and it seems like everybody in our little town of Hollywood, which we used to call carver ranchers, yes, that we were related to everybody. <laughs>
0: Now that was when the Hollywood was smaller, I'm assuming it was smaller it was very small, yes, <laughs> yes, because now that would not be the story it's It's pretty big, Hollywood, Florida is
1: <laughs> yes, uh-huh,
0: so you grew up there with a large family, oh my goodness, close knit yes, is everybody still in this area? Um,
1: no, not really. They're branched out a yeah. lot of different directions, yeah, from it, going to college and uh, staying put there in those cities
0: yeah yeah so and and then you went off to Naples Florida but you still come home every weekend yes (laughs) I'm sure your parents are thankful
1: (laughs) yes after I retired I said you know what I want to get away Uh back to a little bit of quietness (laughs)
0: yes
1: (laughs) so I come here when I Uh, want (laughs)
0: that's awesome I love that. We're so thrilled you actually do. Well, how did you come to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? I mean, being that you're from a large family, South Florida. uh, Tell us a little bit about that.
1: Well, my grandmothers, both of them were very godly women. They were Baptists, and the other one was Seventh-day Adventist. My grandmother, she was the church secretary. She played the organ. so we all had to go to church we all were in church yeah so I did accept Jesus Christ at the age of 13 and I was also baptized then
0: oh man that's amazing so young young what an impression and and this being that we're getting ready to go into Mother's Day uh that says a lot about the impact of a grandmother and a mother, right? A family, yes, mm-hmm. yes to have um, that impact and have you in church and your family having your, your had that strong foundation.
1: Yes, mm-hmm. we always were taught to love one another, to mm-hmm. be there for one another, mm-hmm. no matter what. That's
0: beautiful. That's beautiful. And that comes from I, I would from where your fam your family originally from. You want to say a little bit about that?
1: Yes, my mother is from. South Carolina, Uh country. Yes. And so we grew up with a lot of country ways. Yes. (laughs) Very respectful. Hello to everyone who enters into your presence. I love it. And thank you to everyone who does anything for you. Yeah. And then also with my Bahamian roots. Yeah, The same way, also.
0: Oh, yes. Because I noticed with a lot of our islanders, there there is that close knitness with family and, uh, and that respect and honor. So I love that. You know, that's missing in our culture today.
1: Yes, and we have to put it before our kids. We oh. really need to put it before our kids, always. I,
0: I agree. I agree. And, and yeah, you know, in the South, you say, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, sir, <laughs> no, sir. Yes, <laughs> So there is this element of respect that you are taught as a child. Well, how did you end up at Cooper City Church of God? You said you grew up, you were Baptist and Seventh Day Adventist. How did you end up here at Cooper City Church of God?
1: Well, my husband, he his one of his co-workers invited him to come to Miramar Church of God, right. which was Cooper, which is now Cooper City Church of God. Right. So we went, and we were under Pastor Allen.
0: Mm, great man. <laughs> yes, he uh. is.
1: He became my neighbor later. Oh and actually we joined the church under him. Oh, wow. So yes, I love Pastor Al.
0: Oh, we do too. There's no one like him. I'm telling you. No. And he, you know, he makes everyone feel so at home with him and and Bonnie too. Oh my. Yes, goodness. both of them, yes. Yes. So you came here, that's been a while back.
1: Yes, 1991.
0: Wow. And made this your home church.
1: Yes, and we're still here. That's why we commute. <laughs>
0: It blows me away that you make that drive but yes it's just there there you go with you know the building of strong relationships when you have those strong relationships that god has brought into your life it's worth the drive yes it is
1: yes it is and he makes away all the time
0: he does amen amen well um I know that um, you have a passion that I want us to talk about today, and that's the focus of our podcast. Um, you're so passionate when it comes to loving other people, and you do this so beautifully. Um, and I want us to talk to the audience about this, because this, again, this is something we don't see so much today. Everybody's so busy, busy. But one of the things I've noticed about you is you have a presence about you that brings people in, that makes them feel comforted that makes them feel at ease and you're so passionate about making sure everyone is loved and noticed Uh, where did this passion come from (laughs) (laughs) well
1: you know every good and perfect gift comes from above amen that's true and i cannot give myself any credit for this compassion and love i have Mm. for others wow but to christ amen It's a privilege and a humbling experience Uh. granted to me by God, Mm. and it all started many generations ago. Okay. From the prayers and dedication before I was born, I had many examples demonstrated to me by my parents, my grandparents, and a host of other individuals God has placed in my life that motivates me on this journey. Mm-hmm. I lo- I've, I've learned from their godly examples by listening to them, mm-hmm. watching them, mm-hmm. and when, when they didn't even know about it, they didn't even know I was paying them attention, wow. but I paid close attention to the sincerity of their hearts.
0: And let me just say with that because in, that's what we talk about in mentoring. In mentoring, we talk about the importance of being that mentor to someone else. That is something that you saw lived out in front of you, and you 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 became what you saw. Yes. And that's I want all of our listeners to pay attention to that because that was modeled before you okay i didn't inter- inter- interrupt but i wanted to make sure people heard that that was modeled before you so keep on
1: <laughs> yes it was Ooh, praise god amen the bible as you know the bible's the bible says your gifts will make true. room for you
0: mm, amen
1: many people wish to be served uh-huh. but many do not serve so true. One way God has chosen to use my gift to reveal his love to others in the form of servanthood, he has given me a servant heart.
0: (laughs) Amen to that. Everyone that knows you knows that's a fact.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Ways I am able to perform these acts of service Uh is through um, event planning. I love that.
0: (laughs) Oh, and you're good at decorating. (laughs) We love, I mean, you have an eye for that. We love all the special (laughs) things you do for us at mentoring.
1: (laughs) Yes, such as the dinner parties, the women gatherings, family reunions, and just creating a beautiful atmosphere Yeah, for those to enjoy and loving in the spirit of unity.
0: Ooh, that's good. It does unify. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, there's something about when you walk into a room and you know somebody took the time and the effort to make it a beautiful place for you. Right. It has, It breaks down barriers.
1: Yes, it does. I Yes, yeah. I agree with you 100% on that. It does.
0: Yeah. You immediately feel disarmed if you go in thinking, ah, oh, you know, suddenly you feel, wow, they took the time to do this for me. Yes. And that, that speaks volumes.
1: Yes, because look what Jesus did for us.
0: Ooh, yes.
1: think about it all the time Mm, what he did for us yeah and it you know humbles me
0: yes yes i mean when you think about what he did for us to beautify this even the way he has every day put beauty before us yes and he took the time to do that
1: yes he did
0: and and then you you you, we want to you know take things uh, for granted um but okay and so you you had this passion and you see this gift God has given you to beautify things Mm -hmm. and to make things beautiful is there is there is it just so that some of us who have don't have I don't have that gift at all okay (laughs) (laughs) it's not my gift so for some of us who, who don't who maybe cannot relate to that how did you find out that this must be a gift in my life
1: It started early on, actually, as little girls. My mother had five daughters. Okay. And she was a a nurse. She was a nurse. Mm -hmm. And then after doing part-time nurse, she cleaned houses. So we had to go with her to clean houses. And so me being little as eight, I would go into these beautiful homes and say, oh, I love it. And I would just clean with passion. Oh, And I said, one day, God, I'm going to have this one day. I'm going to make my house this color and that color. Oh. So that's where I was in my mind with it, and I loved it. So that's why I say, God, on every step that we have on this path, we never know where God is going to take us.
0: So true. That's amazing. So your mother, again, another kind of teachable moment in your life that led to your, your purpose. Yes. Because your mother was taking you alongside to help and it was in those in the context of that that you you caught something you caught a passion yes to th- mm-hmm. see things beautiful but you didn't just catch it you put it to use <laughs> yes that's
1: why i say god knows we don't know but god knows the path that he has for us and he'll give us directions yeah
0: he'll give us directions. Amen. Amen. So you 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 knew this gift is on my life. You could t- How did you know that this was a gift? How did you know it was something from God? How did you pick up on that?
1: Um actually, I because I didn't complain. Mm. I didn't complain. I had some siblings that said I'm never gonna do this. I'm never doing this. When I get oh, I'm never doing. This. But to me, I didn't look at it like that. I looked yeah. at it as oh, it's beautiful, oh. and things
0: that I could put positive. I looked at at the positive in it. Oh, that's good. And you still do that. You yeah. still look at things through a positive lens. I've noticed that. Um, and, and there, and then you also have this way about you. That when you touch something, the, the only way I can explain this, and, and I hope everybody at the church gets to know Beverly, because it's like when you touch something, it, it's like the the old uh, you know fairy tales where the princess kisses the frog and it becomes a prince. <laughs> it's like you touch something, and what was a frog becomes a prince. Um, you just have this way of beautifying things, and it it is not just in the natural, but it translates into spiritual things can you kind of talk to us a little bit about that like can you explain how god has chosen your gifts to reveal love to other people because that's what it translates when you do it suddenly you feel loved even though it's just a token you feel loved can you explain that
1: yes um by the holy spirit just like god left us with the comforter Mm. he left us with his holy spirit so he Put that in. He put that in me to know that he was there, even mm-hmm. times when I didn't feel good mm-hmm. about even myself. Wow. But I could always go, and I would always go in a corner, mm-hmm. and I would always talk to him. Wow! I would always just talk to him. Yeah. So, and he was there for me when I could go to nobody else. Yeah. I, I did as as young as a young child. Really? I could always talk to him. And go to him.
0: Wow. Did you find sometimes with being from a large family, not being able to maybe have that, and so being able to find in him someone you could go to? Because I say in large families, sometimes, you know, you get lost in all the chatter in large families.
1: Yes, because uh-huh. I was more quiet. Yeah. I was more of one of the quiet ones. Yeah. So I kind of like was... Really, basically, a loner growing up. Uh-huh. Kind of like like to stay by myself. Uh-huh. I love dolls, uh-huh. so I used to love taking care of my dolls oh. <laughs> and my younger siblings. I was I had to take care of them, right? Also, so yeah. I did that a lot of that taking care of them. So, and those were teachable moments from God. Yeah, and even I did cheerleading coach, oh. and I used to coach. The young kids, and I used to motivate them. Yeah. Motivate them to just be powerful about themselves and love themselves.
0: Mm, That's so good. That's so good. So, you had this passion to love people through the actions. Yes. Can you help somebody who maybe looks at themselves today and says, you know, I just don't have a gift or I don't have anything to offer. But we God gives us things in order to, as you say, using those gifts to love other people to show his love. To other people. That's the reason why you have those gifts. Can you encourage someone today to take what gifts God has given them and show use those gifts to show the love of God?
1: Yes, um to encourage them to God gives all of us gifts, no matter what it is, no matter how small it is, (laughs) just doing the good things and doing being good to people. That right there, you can look at that and you can start right there with their gift.
0: Amen. Amen. Because everybody, matter of fact, the scripture says that to everyone, everyone has received a gift. It's in the book of 1 Peter. We've all received a gift and, and we need to take that gift and use it in the kingdom. And make sure people are feeling the love of God through that gift. Can Is that something that someone, as you were stating, if someone maybe don't feel like, well, I don't have the education, I don't have you know, the right or the money to do it, how can they take, even if they don't have the resources, the education, what can they do? Where can they start to use those gifts?
1: Just by uh, keeping a healthy mind. And the healthy mind starts Good. with godly thoughts.
0: It's true.
1: Just stay in the word. Get in the word. Mm. God'll meet you right where you are. Amen. It doesn't matter. And a lot of times we get a little bit nervous about people who've been in the word all their lives. Mm. And maybe we haven't been in there, but God meets us all where we are. Yeah. So and you know, the path that He has for us can no one can take that path away from us.
0: That's true. There's a reason we had to travel and journey certain roads. Mm. And so, yeah, that's been your journey. Don't be afraid to share it. Don't be afraid. You know, it's funny, um, Beverly, I often with people on the podcast, I'll say, hey, uh, I want you to be on the podcast or more, you know, uh, especially if the Lord is leading me, directing me to a person and they'll go, oh, I don't have a story. I don't have a testimony. I don't have anything to share. We all have had a journey. We've all had a path and that is teaching somebody something we will influence as they say 10,000 people in our lifetime 10,000 people through in what you were just saying even by maybe not even through words through our actions 10,000 people in a lifetime that we will influence the question is how how are you going to influence others is it going to be positive or negative? And what I love about you, Beverly, you allow the positive things, the encouraging things, to flow from you to other people. How can someone today who is saying, "Okay, well now you've convinced me that I can take what a, what little I may have an offer to offer and share it," but how can you? How could you encourage them to put the the um, the uh, positive and not think of themselves lowly, but think of themselves in light of what God has done in them and with them, and then use that to the glory of God. You know, I was praying, and honestly,
1: from the mentor class, yes. let, uh, it's, it's so we're so focused on going in there. We're taught to be so focused going in there, giving God time, just spending time with Him. Mm. And, and that way, God will speak to you. Because mm. when I was praying, honestly, uh, I, God has given us all the perfect gift of Jesus. That's true. But when I was praying, God had said to me to keep loving, to keep caring, keep giving, for this is the path that I have appointed to you. And it, it, and it will remain intact until Ooh. you journey back to me. Ooh. So God will speak to us and he will tell us yeah. exactly mm-hmm. what to do. So no matter what, it doesn't matter how small your gift is, just be willing to give your heart to the Lord, Mm. and He'll take it from there.
0: He sure will. And I I know that um, for someone maybe who's, uh, Victor yesterday uh, at church, he was talking about Um, You know, we need help in the children and youth and investing in the next generation. He was encouraging people to sign up, invest, you know, mentor, invest, or rather, you know, share your gifts um, and, and, you know, sign up to do something to help um, with children, youth, if you can, especially if you've got that uh, calling. We need people investing themselves in the next generation and investing themselves in other people not hiding that gift or hoarding that gift or, or looking at your gift as not good enough or I don't, I don't meet the requirements. All the things, the negative things we tell ourselves. And what I see with you, Beverly, is that you allow God to take what you have to offer and then you sew it back. Uh, I know you don't brag on yourself. You're just the opposite. You're one of the most humble people I've ever met. And so I'm going to brag on you, but I know that you have many times showed up and I've watched as you just hand a gift to someone or or you do something special for someone and in your own quiet way, you don't want to be recognized, but the difference it makes in the people that you do that for, and that's something every single person can do. It may be spending a little time with somebody in in, uh, children's church. It may be, you know, calling a young person and letting them know, hey, you know, you're loved by God. It might be going and visiting a sick person in the hospital. It could be calling on and checking on one of our senior adults. Everybody can find some way to use their gifts to love others. Do you agree with that?
1: Yes, a hundred percent, everyone, because we all want to be loved, we all had received that gift of love from Jesus, so we all should give it back, mm. because Amen. Jesus says, "If you really love me, go feed my sheep mm. and that is his people. We all need to be doing it. We can't do it alone, we all need each other,
0: yes, you're exactly right. Wow, that's exactly where we're going to end this. We all need each other. Go feed my sheep. Take those gifts, use them for the glory of God. Amen. Amen. So, in this closing moment, would you just take a moment and pray for that listener who maybe right then and right there they felt something that's called the Holy Spirit, and he's dealing with a heart right now about go feed my sheep. Go tend to my sheep take care of my sheep and you're hearing the voice of god through beverly's story and you know the lord is telling you to do it so beverly would you pray for that person who may be struggling with the going
1: father god father god i just want to say thank you thank you lord for the love that you have for me lord thank you for the love that you have for every listener lord put your arms around them right now Father God, and just let them know that you have them covered by Jesus' blood and you will direct their path. They don't have to do anything big. They just have to start small and just give their self to you, Lord, and talk to you. You'll direct their every path because we all have it in us. We all have you in us, abiding in us. So we need to abide in you to be fully directed In this path of this life that we live in Jesus name, continue to keep your kids and your people healthy and considerate, passionate and loving for you, for your glory in every way. In Jesus name, I pray. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. I receive that. I receive that. So our fearless women's conference is coming up September 29th through October 1st. We have special guests, Tony Collier and Dr. Ray, two powerful women of God that are going to bless you. So we want to see you get signed up to be here for our conference. You can get information or register by going to fearlesswomenconference.com, or you can find us at Connection Central here at Cooper City Church of God. Once again, Beverly, thank you so much for blessing us with your story.
1: Thank you for blessing me. Amen. Amen.
0: Thank you again for joining us here on the Fearless Journey podcast. I hope you all leave encouraged wherever and whenever you're listening. We can't wait for you to hear more from our fearless women as we share new stories every Friday. Until next time, let's go live fearless.